Joshua chapter 6. Here we are in the middle of a pandemic. We all are asked to shelter in place. We're staying in our homes because we have an invisible enemy that we're fighting. How funny to open the Bible to Joshua chapter 6 and look at verse 1. It says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. The people of Jericho were in the same situation we're in. They had an enemy outside the wall. It was the nation of Israel. And we've already learned how through some miracle of communication, God got word to them of what he did at the Red Sea and how he fed them for 40 years as they wandered in the desert and they were complaining. But also the men that left Egypt died along the way. And now we have their generation, their children outside the gate. And now the Lord gives Joshua his instructions. He said, I have given into your hand Jericho. And the king and the mighty men of valor, God has given it to them. You shall compass the city, all you men of war, go around about the city once, thus shalt thou do six days. Now this is the battle plan. If you've ever heard of a more ridiculous battle plan, would you send me a text, please, or email me? Walk around the city seven days. And he said, seven priests will bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. The priests were never to take part in war. What does seven mean? Seven means completion. The ram's horn, they blow at Passover. The seventh day you will compass the city seven times, and the priest shall blow with the trumpets. This is how they fight. They're going to walk around the city once a day for six days. On the seventh day, they're going to walk around seven times, and the priests are going to blow the trumpets. Can you imagine those people in the city, if they could see what they were doing? I can imagine they would think, What are those crazy people doing? And then in verse 5, it'll come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people will shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat. It didn't crumble into piles of bricks. It just, I think it was like it fell over backwards. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. So six days, walk around. One time, blow the trumpets, the seven priests. The Ark of the Covenant is even going with them. Seventh day, go seven times. Blow the trumpets and shout. And the walls just fell over backwards. Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priest. And he told them what God said. You see, the important thing for you and me, as it was for the nation of Israel, 
Just do what God says. It don't have to make any sense. And as I sit here wondering, what is going to happen in the world? Sunday I heard Pavarotti sing in Milan, Amazing Grace. And I saw the cities in Europe shut down. What is going to happen? I have no idea. But I'll tell you what. I know who knows, and it's God. And we've learned three weapons of warfare in our study so far. Number one is strength. We're to be strong. As Christians, if we're not strong, what will the world think of Christianity? If you and I waver and get anxious and fearful and lose our faith in God's ability to put this together the way He wants it, not the way we want it, then what do we say to the world? And be of good courage. We fight from victory, not toward it. God's got this in control, and I have no clue what He's doing. But I know it's God because He's in control, and He's refining the world. I'm still amazed that that he's our three enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil. All the pleasures the world offers us are gone for the moment. All of them. And our flesh can resent it and feel sorry for ourselves and be lonely. And the devil will say to us, you see, you can't trust God. Look what's going on. So we have to be strong and of good courage. But these men could not go in to win the battles till they'd been circumcised. And that was a command of God as the sign of the covenant. You and I have to be fully committed to fight from victory. And our commitment in the New Testament is simply to let the Holy Spirit be in control of our life. We can't allow the flesh to take over in these trying times because the flesh will destroy us and cause us to be carnal. We don't lose our relationship to God, but we become weak and useless. And so he said, Joshua told him, take take up the ark and let seven priests bear the trumpets. And he said to the people, pass on and compass the city. Let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the covenant. So the soldiers went, and the ark came. In verse 8, it came to pass when Joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horn passed on before the Lord and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant followed them. The Ark of the Covenant always represents the presence of God. What is it today that represents the presence of God? It's the Holy Spirit. Jesus said when he left this earth, he would send another comforter who would be in us, not with us. So it came to pass that they passed on before the Lord and blew the trumpets. Verse 10, Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Don't shout, 
don't make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you to shout. Then shall you shout. And maybe I'm crazy, but I just think that this is a time for all of us that are believers to be quiet. I laughed when I heard someone say, we haven't been obedient to God and he sent us to our room. But he told us, be still and hear my voice. And now is the time for us to be still. And there will come in the future a time for us to shout. And what will we shout? The message of the gospel to all the people that are so desperate. And we have no idea what our future holds economically or financially, but we know who holds it. In verse 11, the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about it once, and they came unto the camp and lodged. So they did exactly what God told Noah, um, excuse me, Jonah, I'm sorry, to tell the people to do. Even though it looked silly, they did it. Joshua rose up early in the morning, and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Seven priests, bearing seven trumpets of ram's horn, before the ark went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. But reward came after the ark of the Lord, the priest going on blowing the trumpets. The second day they comfort the city once, they returned to the camp. They did it six days. Just look at that. How dumb is that? But they did it. And it came to pass on the seventh day, they rose early at the dawn of the day when the sun came up. They compassed the city the same way seven times, only on that day they compassed the city seven times. It came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew the trumpet, Joshua said unto the people, Now shout. Now's the time to open your voice and shout. For the Lord has given you the city. There will come a time when you or I are out and people will listen. The city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. They aren't called spies anymore. They're called messengers. What was their message? We promise to save you because of your protection of us. And you in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest you make yourselves accursed when you take of the cursed thing. Make the camp of Israel accursed and trouble it. In other words, don't go in there and loot the city. Leave it alone. But take the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and iron and consecrate them unto the Lord. They will come into the treasury of the Lord. I sometimes think that must have been their tithe. God had given them the land, and they gave him back the gold and the silver and the brass and the iron. Those were the, 
the most valuable treasures in the city. And so the people shouted. How silly. They all start screaming. When the police priests blew the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout. The wall fell down flat. It just went over backwards. So the people went up into the city, every man before him, and they took the city. They just stepped on the wall, and it became a bridge into the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, men and women, young and old, ox and sheep, and ass with the edge of the sword. That seems extreme, but God says to them, and he says to us, completely destroy your enemies. Don't let the world consume your thoughts and your mind and become an idol. Enjoy it, but don't let it substitute for what God wants to do for you. Don't let the flesh take over and control you in these dark days. And never listen to Satan that God's word is not true. Verse 22, Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, go to the harlot's house and bring out the woman and all she has as we swear unto her. We promised to save her, and that's really why the two men went in there, because this harlot married Solomon and bore Boaz, who was the kinsman redeemer in the book of Ruth, who married Ruth. And she is listed in Matthew in the genealogy of Jesus, a harlot. As we first met her, let's be reminded that your past doesn't amount to anything if you put your faith and trust in God because He will forgive you of everything you've ever done. I have to take it back. Your past does matter because we can look back at the mistakes we've made and benefit from them. So it does matter, but it doesn't keep God from sparing you and blessing you. So verse 23, the young men that were spies went in. They brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren. And they brought out all of her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. She wasn't Israeli. She didn't go into the camp, but they left her outside and protected her. They burned the city with fire and all that was there except the silver, the gold, the brass, and the iron. They tithed. They put it in the treasure of the Lord. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive in her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelt in Israel even until this day because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. And Joshua adjured them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that rises up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, and his youngest son shall be set up the gates of it. So the Lord was with Jericho, and his fame was noised, noised throughout all the country. Today, 2020, 
Jericho lies in ruins. What a lesson for all of us that are shut up, no one going in, coming in and no one going out. I thank you for listening. God bless you, and I pray you'll share this with your friends.